When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey hon, it's me, Danielle. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, Megan has been in like more MLMs than like I can count. Um, <laughs> so we're definitely going to have a full packed episode for today. Um, just a heads up, there is going to be some talk about face manipulation, and uh, we're also going to be talking about beach body. So, um, you know, if you're, as always, if you're ever not feeling some of these topics or you start getting there and you're feeling some sort of way, please feel free to just move on for today or come back when you're feeling better. Um, all right, Megan, how did beach body, I'm not beach body. <laughs> How did MLMs come into your life? Oh gosh, I was just out of my senior year of high school. So just out of high school, um, I was working for um, Fred Meyer, which is the West Coast version of Kroger, basically. Um, And they, my mom goes, you should go make some side money because you're not making enough there. And I was like, okay, just so-and-so is doing Pampered Chef. And I'm like, I kind of like cooking mind you I'm 18 years old so um I didn't really have my own place yet I hadn't moved out no need for cookware but hey go join this MLM make some extra money um did terrible stopped came back to it and um this time I had my own place but also as you know a 19 year old your friends aren't really, if they're either in college or they have just enough money to afford their rent for wherever they're at. So like, I didn't have, they, they went nowhere. They sold you with this dream. Yeah. I feel like when I, well, when I was in 19, I was in college, but yeah, it was definitely like, let me get Walmart brand cookware. I was not like, <laughs> let me see. Like, I mean, obviously debatable on like, I think the old Pampered Chef quality was probably pretty good. Um, especially cause it's like still kicking around. Like we see mm-hmm. it all the time, but like, you know, I definitely was not going out of my way to see like how I could get like better quality, more expensive <laughs> cooking. <Cookware>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could afford the garlic press. You know what? And that's, that's fantastic. And I love it. And I still own it to this day. It's <laughs> the most amazing thing ever is the garlic press. My favorite invention. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm glad that it didn't make its way into a landfill because, you know, 
we don't need to be wasteful, right? No. Especially for um, MLM products that are are like that, like they're mm-hmm. not consumable. Like I feel a little differently about consumable products because um, obviously some of them can actually be harmful. So if those are yeah. physically harmful, then you should probably stop taking them. Um, but like the the leggings, the tote bags, the whatever, like, you know, mm-hmm. use them until you don't love them anymore. Sell them, yard sale them, donate them. Like they are not, there's no need for them to go right in the garbage unless, you know, they have mold or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So anyways, um, so there, yeah. So you were in Pampered Chef twice and then it kind of sounds like that wasn't a long-lived endeavor no it wasn't um so I kind of moved on when about I was in college at that point was just going to classes going to work um doing life um and along came Avon I think it was Avon next Avon I liked I grew up I knew like my grandmother sold Avon for a while so I had a little bit of it when I was growing up but the, um, it's for the older generation. It is not marketed or coveted by anyone in, you know, the 18, 19, just say the millennial generation, a good part of the younger millennial generation, as I was at that point. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen, even when I was younger, I remember like looking through the Avon catalog and it was just like the lip glosses that I was like, Mm -hmm. ooh, like. Well, that kid section. Oh yeah. I forgot that that was a whole separate section. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was. And um, of course my best, I I mean, I made a tiny bit of money, mostly just enough to cover the cost because with Avon, you have to pay um with what it was at that point you had to pay on the online website to put everybody's orders in so that money came out of your pocket if they didn't call it give you money at that point um and some of them because they were family they're like oh I'll just pay you when it comes in I was like but no I I don't have I don't have 150 dollars for all of your guys' products so um and my older they were older clients they were my grandma and uh, my grandma's friend and things like that and I'm just like mm, okay this isn't for me so I just stopped promoting it backed away again um so this was that was 2012 so we're in 2014 I got introduced to Lavelle Thrive yeah it's like those patches and um I started taking those and Mostly it was for that so-called energy you got. That energy sent me straight to the bathroom every single time. Oh, no. And, like, that's the thing, right, is that what did they tell you when you complained about that? Um, That it was a cleansing of your system or something along those lines where your body's just getting used to the vitamins that are in it. But I'm like, no, no, no. It's the 200 milligrams of caffeine first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they just don't care and they try to spin everything into like making it essentially greenwash. Like it's all mm-hmm. healthified or whatever. Like, no, 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 this is good for you. It's okay. Like it will stop. Yeah. Like, what? I could not stand that product. I only did it the one time. It was one of the only MLMs I never went back to because um, 
when I compared it to like actual vitamins, it was not great at all. It was just not, I'm like, mm, no vitamin I know of has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. That's a lot. It is. I don't even drink that much on a daily basis in my one coffee a day that I had had on an empty stomach. And then you add in 200 milligrams of caffeine. I'm like, mm, we're good. Yeah, that, that's a lot. So that was pretty short-lived. I think maybe two months. And it was also a very expensive product. It was like $160 for the whole three-step system. Oh, that's so much money. It is. That's so much money to just go to the bathroom and like Mm -hmm. literally flush it all. Yep. Ton of money. Um, After that was when I was introduced to Beachbody by a family member for the first time. And I loved it wasn't consistent with the workouts so I don't have any like workout trauma from them the shakeology at that point was okay it's still definitely not the tastiest beverage in the planet at all uh but I had was on a team that was promoting Facebook ads it was right about the time that Facebook ads started becoming a thing and so they're like yeah so all you have to do is you put in your card and you put these ads out for promoting your groups, your accountability groups, and people will come to you. People, in fact, do not come to you. And when they do, they hear the price and they're like, hey, yeah, bye-bye. Not for me. Um, I ended up spending, oh, I want to say between buying, because that was the disc program where you had to buy the DVDs still, um, and doing Facebook ads probably close to a thousand dollars of money so much money most of it in ads and never saw a return oh never saw a return on any of that money and I'm just like that that's like mind-blowing to me that I even did that because I don't I don't touch Facebook ads with a 10-foot pole even with like my own business currently like I, I won't I won't do it organic they're they're take leads for a yeah. lot of them yeah and then like I don't know especially for MLMs like I don't feel like the MLM ads ever really like feel like an actual advertisement like you know like think about mm-hmm. like an LL Bean ad versus an MLM ad yeah well and I don't think that you're actually allowed to anymore with Facebook you have yeah, to come no. up with the crafty ways that's why you see like the coaching forms and talking about their coaching business versus the beach body stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in that for probably six to seven months. And then I was introduced to It Works. Oh, so you like hopped around quite a lot. Like, do you feel like any of these MLMs so far, like pre It Works, um, did you feel like you had any of like that team camaraderie or anything like that? Like, was there anything keeping you in? Because it sounds like you kind of like were in and out and in and out and in and out. A lot of the in and outs is because they make you feel like such a number. They love bomb you in the beginning and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to be such great friends. I'll help you out. You know, we'll do the training together. And then they disappear. Like you're asking them for help and they're like, oh yeah, come to the team meeting on Tuesday. And I'm like, okay but there's no (laughs) there's no training there's no how do you do it it's just about mindset and how you need to change your mindset 
and I went from rags to riches, you can do it too, type of stuff. And so there wasn't anything really keeping me in because there was no ties at that point. These people, there wasn't a great relationship building. And it was so early. It was like 2012 to 2015 was like the beginning of MLMs on Facebook and social media. And it, it just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a different time too. So like, if you weren't actually physically in the room with these people, it wasn't like, it was a lot harder. And even then, like, if you're like a shyer person, like Mm -hmm. you're not going to make the connections and like, whatever that like tie you into these cults in my opinion. Yeah, (laughs) no. And, um, there is a lot, like I have recently learned that I have ADHD. So, um, and I've learned, cause I used to kind of hop jobs in the same order. I would stay a little longer. Like I'd have a year or two at a job, but I would get bored, you know, about eight months into a job. I'm like, okay, I'm looking for something else. Cause I'm bored. I'm not, and it's not something I'm interested in. And then I move on or I work. Through, now I'm learning to work through that boredom. Phase. It's really hard to do, but I did the same thing kind of you know, if I wasn't making money there and there was no like connection, um, relationally, I didn't need to stay. I was like, okay, I'll just kind of float off the map. So I did. And then I would be off for a while and then something else would pitch my mind and go, okay, I can try this for a little bit and then go off. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like that's yeah. absolutely what happens. And like, it's, almost like it's almost easier when you haven't like bought into the MLM the way like completely so Mm -hmm. you're able to really feed into that like ADHD fast cycle if you don't have like long hyperfixations but like Mm -hmm. the hyperfixation starts when like that like like you have to have had that like click that like buying click yeah Um, and then you're like oh my god and I need to know everything about this and how can I make this better and and then you're down Mm -hmm. the rabbit hole but if like you weren't getting those that click in which I don't really know how to explain other than that like it's just people that get it get it yeah it's something I mean I think the best way that you could probably explain it is when you're learning something and you get that moment where it just finally makes sense it's the same way in the hyper fixation you you just go and all of a sudden there's just this snap in your brain that goes oh I like this info we're going to dive right into it the subject anything yes yes absolutely Mm -hmm. like you need that like super like you I don't know I don't know I keep saying the same thing over and over again so anyways the people that get it get it (laughs) yeah the people that get it get it um so yeah that has a lot to do with it I think of the bouncing Um, There was some that I stayed in for a little longer, but there wasn't a lot of, some of the people I just didn't join the right people, I guess. I'm not sure. You know, and like, obviously that's like kind of sad, like in that like air quote thing of like, like luckily you didn't join the right people. Yes. In air quotes, because like, if you did, then you might have a very different story and you might not be Mm -hmm. here today. That is true. Um the let's see so I did it worked yeah it worked so how Um, how did they get you in that like did you do the crazy rap thing yes yes I did um I never saw anything that ever worked from it works to be honest um 
So the wrap be called, probably, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work would be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wrap thing. I never saw any tightened or tone or weight loss from it. The keto copy, which this is a later version of me joining it works. Cause I did do it one other time after that. Yeah. Um, but the keto coffee made me so sick. Actually, anything keto related made my stomach just, I was sick for days on end, just not feeling good, stomach off, everything. I think that that's a pretty good example of why we need all macronutrients unless you have an allergy or mm-hmm. some other reason, well, legitimate keto, health reason. I mean, I couldn't, han- I still can't handle like the high fat, low carb yeah proteinish I call it the Abkin diet because yeah it's kind of where it came from but right. um I can't handle that and so and we'll get to it later but then I joined prove it and I, I knew at that point that I didn't really like I always had to have carbs I still have to have carbs carbs are really good for me they're very good for but, all of us <laughs> yes um but yeah I got into I'll get it we'll get into prove it a little bit later it's a yeah. little bit further down the story timeline yeah. here yeah, so it works. Like you tried the coffee, that was not good for you. You tried the wrap, Mm-mm. you saw nothing. Yeah, um, there wasn't a lot of like, I'm not a big pill person. I called them horse pills because they had that um, hair, skin, and nails. They're really big pills. And I'm like, I can't take these. My, I don't, I, I just can't swallow pills very well. So yeah. um, I didn't do a lot. Um, the carb blockers, I didn't kind of see the need of them. So there just wasn't a lot in the It Works realm of things that made sense for me right that makes sense at all um after it works I how did you again like how did you end up getting out of it works was it just like a fade away or it was a fade away yeah I just lost interest um I didn't really have my biggest up until that point my biggest issue was with the Beachbody um team that I had been a part of at that point in time they were like a Canadian-based team and I was spending money on ads that I didn't need. Right. Um, so after it works, though, I took a little bit of a break, um, got engaged, got married. So exciting. Within a two years, so 2015, 2016, that was kind of like my engaged and getting married. So I was just busy with wedding stuff. Um, after I had gotten married in 2016, I had left my current work industry, which I work in insurance and it's not my favorite thing in the world. Still not my favorite thing in the world. Wasn't then, wasn't now, but it's a job. Um, so I had left insurance and I had decided that I was going to go back into retail for a little bit to try to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. So while I was in retail, this will be my first introduction to Amway. I was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's it's so interesting that like you've done all of these MLMs and then Amway found you. So I'm so curious to see what happened there. Yes, this will be a fun one because yeah. it didn't happen right away. So I was working. Um, at this time I was a floral lead person. I did handled the flowers, balloons, things. So I was actually filling up the balloons and like the card aisle where they like to hang balloons above yeah. the cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I noticed this girl and I just maybe because I worked in retail, I'm observant. I noticed people and they were, she was just really nicely dressed too. So it was just interesting to see somebody so nicely dressed at the grocery store. 
And so, um, and she was just walking around aimlessly. It didn't look like she was shopping for anything. So I see her and I think we made eye contact like four times within like a 10 minute thing. So I literally was being stalked in a grocery store. Oh no. As an employee, nonetheless. So it was like, they were after a certain type of people. Right. Um, and you can tell because they were stalking me as the employee, which I have a name tag. And like, I think at that time I even had a shirt that I was wearing. That's like a Fred Meyer branded shirt. Right. So they knew that I was the employee. And I was filling balloons. Right. <laughs> so eventually she comes up. And I won't say that the conversation wasn't great. I mean, it was an amazing conversation. We clicked right away. Good vibes all the way through. But at the end, she started telling me about how she met this couple. And they are retired. And they are teaching them how to retire, too. She goes, would you be interested in, like, learning more about what I do? Because I was, like, retired she's younger than me and she's going to retire in a couple of years. And I'm like, "Mm okay. So she goes, I'd love to kind of get together and just get to know you more. So I went out to lunch with this person or maybe it was dinner. It might've been dinner after a work shift. I don't remember specifically, but um, I did. And I thought I was just making a new friend. I had no idea that it was going to be tied specifically to a business. She said she was new to the area, had just moved here from Oregon and, um, was this you know I don't know that many people I was like okay yeah I'd love to get lunch with you you're young I don't have very many friends right now because I'm in the transition period after getting married and I went for it so at that point at the dinner we had the conversation and food we learned a little bit more about each other she's very good at the relational aspect of it um and said I'd like to introduce you to one of our friends I was like uh okay cool so um we set up a meeting um I had to dress down like you know to the nines nice business formal um it was at a hotel lobby area I didn't even know we had a hotel like this in my town but we did um and we went in and at this point I am with her I think her husband and then their friend and their friend's girlfriend so it was like this group of people and they start asking me questions. They made me read the book, Go-Giver. Oh. Which I think is a great book outside of the MLMs too. because there's a lot of good concept to it. I really like the moral of the story of Go-Giver. Yes. It really got me. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Like I like super structured my business around Go-Giver yes. by my MLM business. Yes. Um, not my actual business. <laughs> uh, tainted forever. But like, yeah, I like really liked that book. I super related Mm -hmm. to it. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great book. Um, And then they had me read after this meeting, they had me read the Robert Kawasaki, like four quadrant, quadrant, a hard word to say, Mm -hmm. um, book about business and Robert Kawasaki. He is a um, author who likes to promote MLM as a business structure for basically getting rich from his getting rich dad it might have been from the rich dad or grow rich dad or something along those lines but um they just started asking me these weird questions like long-term goals and then they would start saying well you know you had a farmer and he was doing this and then the other farmer was doing this and um 
they would make you pick like would you want to be this farmer or that farmer so one farmer is sacrificing things and the other one's just getting money right away and it was there priming you into figuring out if you are the person that they want to work with because you can wait two to five years in order to make a be a millionaire because at this point that's really really what Amway was right so then they found out that I was married oh gold mine yeah um they wanted my husband to join I said well I can see but I don't know so they set up another meeting with just the um, girl that I had met and her husband and we were supposed to meet somewhere don't remember where but we were supposed to meet somewhere for lunch or dinner and my husband wanted nothing of it he goes I don't I don't really want to do that that doesn't sound like fun I don't know these people like yeah they're trying to sell you something is what they're doing and I'm like I know but let's do it because they say we can make money and at this point we were broke you know the, the typical broke newlyweds we had no money we didn't own a house like we had nothing we had just had our jobs and we're barely making ends meet yeah yeah. And I, I need to say this because this has been what's going on in my head the entire time you've been talking about your Amway story is I like, and I hate to kind of like put this out in the universe, but like, all I can think about is like, if like sex traffickers or like serial killers ever joined Amway, like we would all be dead. Uh-huh. Like, we would. we're just like, we can make money. I'll get in your van. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. We, I, I don't know you from Adam, but I mean, and granted, you're going to meet people in your life that you're going to go over to their house and you're not going to know them, but you're going right. to get to know them. So there's like an aspect of the relationship, but it's always tied to that um, end goal of I need to recruit you so I can make more money and fill you with the dream of making money. Right, right. They're still trying to exploit you. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting, like how we are, our alarm bell, like we're able to ignore the alarm bells when it comes to MLM. But imagine if the, like, imagine if these situations were slightly different, like that'd be so dangerous. It would. Um. Anyways, back to your story. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at that point in time, we kind of just kind of fell off she stopped responding to my phone calls or text messages I think I was doing more texting I'm more of a texting person anyways um she didn't respond to anything um and if you fast forward a little bit I ended up getting pregnant um towards the mm, end of 2017 yeah towards the end of 2017 and um, I didn't actually do a whole lot of MLMs, but just before I got pregnant, I had been introduced to Prove It. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I don't know why I do that because it's not like a huge thing, but it is now. It really blew up really fast. Yeah. Um, and the girl was actually local who I had signed up under, but they never gave me any type of training I had no idea what I was doing I consumed these products and at this time before I was pregnant the products were not affecting me other than one of them was and so I just didn't take it because it was getting giving me my gut issues you know the total keto gut issue thing so I was taking their product I believe it's called max or something like that 
Yeah, the Mac Keto Max or whatever. Yeah, Keto Max, something along those lines. I um was losing weight, but I actually wasn't losing weight. I was um I would lose a couple of pounds and then a few days later I would have those pounds back. Right. So, so it's just normal water weight fluctuation. Yeah, it like, like flushed you out for a few and then you came back and you were fine. It did give me decent energy. I will say that I didn't have to drink coffee or anything. It just kind of replaced my coffee. But uh, they would go back to that other product. So they say, well, you need to try all the products. And I was like, okay, but that other product I could not sell. Um, the, just the key, the ketones, they're just the normal ones. The keto OS, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Could not do it. Could not do it. Um, I tried really hard to try to stay in that one. Um, but I just, I couldn't do it. They weren't teaching me anything. I'd asked for help and they just said, oh, you just got to share. I was like, but you're not doing just sharing. There's more to it than just sharing. Right what is it that you're doing and she just wouldn't tell me and then you have those awful um training calls where they're just telling you how you just don't believe in your product enough and you aren't just you're just not sharing it enough and you're not talking to people enough and you're not inviting enough and I'm like but I am people just aren't interested and I I come from a sales background but I don't push when people say no you kind of just leave it as they're saying no right and it was expensive to boot right yeah and I think that that's like a really big part I mean I think we talk about it all the time is that MLMs try to like push us to like no just means not right now and all of Mm -hmm. those like oh (laughs) yes yeah so then I got pregnant and I didn't do much um I was pregnant at the end of May, um, June, July, August, I think in November, I was introduced to Young Living. So what, so do you feel like you kind of just, the most part, all of these MLMs, you're just like fading out of, you're not like. Most of the time I was just fading out of them, mm-hmm. especially the early. Were you deactivating years. all of these accounts or were you just letting them sit there? I just sat there. I Please tell me, please tell me that you've gone back and deactivated them all. No. Oh my God, no, you're probably no. charged. <laughs> I am not being charged. I did, um, I would just cancel cards. I'd go into my bank and say, hey, I need a new card. I lost mine. I need a new number too, please. Like whole new card. Yeah. I actually am like almost ready to do that because I feel like I have a couple of subscriptions and I don't know what they are. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I don't know what they are and you can't get into them, then I can't get into them and I can't remember what they are. And if I need them that bad, then I will figure it out and I will resubscribe. <laughs> exactly. And you're only hurting yourself by getting a new debit card because you have to go back through and do all your auto right. auto draft stuff that isn't on like an electronic check. Right. But um, yeah, I haven't. De- I mean, there's some that I've deactivated. My most recent ones, as I've started to come out of MLM completely and just like was done, um, I have deactivated almost all of them. There's just a lot. So I had to go through because I'm like, I don't know which ones because some I still bought from. And I'm like, hey, but I like these products, but I don't like the company anymore. So I think I need to just deactivate. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's a really good like hack for anyone that's like stuck in these systems. That's how I ended mm-hmm. up getting uh cuz I gave like you know how some MLMs will like sign you up for you that way you don't have to like go through and like make all your information. That's what happened with yes. me with Monet. Um so like I just had like Ann Rodian and Fields. So like somebody else like made my accounts for me and they would like place my orders for me. So oh, like gosh. instead of me being able to go in and deactivate them I would have had to like be like hi please cancel and like have that confrontation and I'm just not that person so I just uh eventually I got new cards and I was like well I still get the emails (laughs) oh I still get tons of emails oh my god so many emails that come from these places lots of marketing ones um so Young Living, I actually have spent the most time in Young Living. I have nothing really to show for it, but, and I did rejoin it a couple of different times, usually because of leaders. So I would, and you're not supposed to do this at all. This is like totally illegal in MLM world. Yeah. But I would just not order for a little while and then sign up under somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a no-no. Like, God forbid you actually choose who you want to work with uh-huh so I was introduced by a lady who was local here and she was an older lady I didn't really vibe well with her we met a few times we had worked together in an insurance agency that I had worked for at one point in time and she would just she had me smell these and she goes do you want to buy a kit and I'm like mm, maybe Thursday you know payday yeah so I get paid on Thursday so let's let's talk about it then so I bought a kit um and I was pregnant so I didn't know much about essential oils at that point in time. I smelt the peppermint because it helped with nausea. Um, but I didn't do anything with it until after I had had my child. And um, it's painful and sore. So I decided to take a bath and use some frankincense and some copaiba and some lavender. And I won't say that they didn't help tremendously because they did help tremendously in just making me feel better. But I do think that it was more of a placebo sometimes than it was actual help. But I did fall in love with oils at that point in time. So I started selling them. Nobody bought. Oh. Um, and then, yeah. So I kind of let that one go. I was... Then I had been putting post pictures on my Instagram and Facebook about how I had a baby and, you know, all the cute pictures that come with having a child. And they, I got a message from somebody and I had this, at this point, I didn't want to go back to work at all. I was like, I want to stay home. And so I was like, well, I have, I think I had two months left at this time of my maternity leave. And I was like, well, I'm going to figure out a way. So I got introduced to Melaleuca. Yeah. And it made, they Melaleuca makes you seem like you're not doing any type of network marketing whatsoever. And they still claim it to this right. day. They claim that they are not an MLM or social really a direct selling. Sell. I don't even really claim social selling as much as um, a storefront, that you're just a storefront. Wow. They're really yeah. twisting it. Mm-hmm. They twist it all the way around and they try to brainwash you into thinking like there's trainings on how Melaleuca why the FTC says Melaleuca is not enough MLM and I was like but it is right 
you get bonuses and then it actually kind of appeared mid-schemey because you have this product storefront and then same way and it's built a lot like Amway um, where you have this product storefront but you're recruiting customers but you're really just recruiting people and you get bonuses based off of how many customers you bring in that month so if you bring eight customers in that month you get a $400 or a $500 bonus yeah and then it, you know, just kind of continues until you hit like a director, which is like twenty senior director, which is you do like twenty enrollments every month, and then you get like the car, right? The car right. award thing. Um, I loved Melaluda's cleaning products. Yeah. Um, and I still bought them a while, but they're also like you don't get paid unless you order, and you have to order every month, otherwise you're you're canceled. You can't just order what you need throughout the months. You're canceled. Right. Right. And like you realistically can't go through that many cleaning products in a month. Like your house would be like buried in cleaning products. I think it would like disintegrate. (laughs) (laughs) You can't use it. Um, and they have other products besides the cleaning products. They have like candles and essential oils and some other things. So there's like ways that you can order that much, much but eventually you're just ordering the same products because you're not going to like all the products. Just like you don't like all the products when you go to the grocery store. <gasps> you didn't like all of the products? <laughs> no, not at all. With a lot of these companies, actually, I hated a lot of the products. Um, the- Blasphemy. it's terrible um so uh, what happened was I joined this person who lived in the south um and she'd been doing it for like eight years and she goes you just gotta invite people and I was like okay so I would invite people hey do you want to come check out this product that I I'm purchasing and I really like it um we have a overview what they called them and it's like a 30 minute zoom call where they have these slides that they go over why Melaluca is the best company and why this is the um, best option for you financially for the opportunity so it goes through like there's like this lung thing on cleaning which definitely should check out because it says it's a a pretty viable study um but it just kind of goes through different things how Melaluca is saving carbon footprints and is eco-friendly and all the things and at the end they tell you about the business opportunity but I could never get anybody to join and so on you know the day that the overview came hey how many do you have to join um none oh well you're not inviting enough just just so invite I'm like but people aren't buying they don't want it they're happy with their target right like sometimes it's just about like I mean, obviously, you know, some of these people probably are like, I can smell a scam a mile away. But then mm-hmm. other people are just like, why would I stop doing what I'm doing with what I'm doing is working? And honestly, you know, I've been having this thing lately where I'm like, why would I order certain things online that I can just go walk into my grocery store and pick up and have and not have to wait even three days for it? Like, I can just go in. We, I can just go into the grocery store and get it. It's right there down the road. Right. Yeah. I don't need to wait three days for it. I can just go Yeah, to the grocery store, which sometimes is a great concept unless you can find it cheaper on Amazon. Right. But, um, so I did only did that for about a month or two. Um, and I was grabbed by the fact that 
they said I could stay at home and there was no product or inventory to sell. And I was just like, okay, great. New mom brain. I'm, I'm ready. You know, let's, let's do this. I'm going to be the stay at home parent that I've always wanted to be. No. I always get those stay at home moms that want to stay home with their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's just, I can see why like MLMs are so appealing to stay at home moms because like you want both, like you want to have income. And oftentimes we give up our careers to stay Mm -hmm. at home with kids and that's fine, but like you miss it. Some people. Yes. So this is where my mental health, because I was suffering from postpartum anxiety, probably a little bit of postpartum depression, but they only ever treated the anxiety part. And even then it didn't ever work treatment wise, but, um, I wanted to stay home so bad that it was literally all I could think about. It was like my hyper fixation. I did not know at this point yet that I had had ADHD either. So it was a constant hyper fixation of how do I make money from home? So I don't have to go to work. And I was drug into MLMs that way Absolutely. over and over again for the last almost five years. Wow. So which one got you next? Um, so the next one was Modair. The putting Mod- on the spoon. Yes. Putting on the spoon and the collagen, the liquid yeah. collagen. Um, and actually the person who... Um, signed up I signed up under who reached out to me is actually anti-MLM now yeah has been on your podcast so I'll just put it up there so we don't name drop but yeah um she was amazing and I will say that I loved her the company I I my body changed so much after giving birth and they don't tell you this they don't tell you that your body is going to like do a complete 180 and you're not going to know yourself and not just because you pushed a kid out but because there's actual like biological changes that happen yeah um and so um I could no longer like I can't handle coffee I still can't handle coffee even on like a full stomach I can't do it it's too strong of a caffeine yeah um so the caffeine that was in the what is it called the lean body system their products called burn sounds diety has yeah it was very diety so it was supposed to make your body lean same thing concept as trim so you have the trim the burn and then there is this like oh was it a cleanse I think it was a cleanse like a three-day cleanse so I did the cleanse and I took the trim the trim made me really thirsty and I don't know if it was a combination of like the trim and the cleanse and I just wasn't getting enough water. I just remember being constantly thirsty. Well, also potential, potentially, obviously I'm not a doctor or a sciencey person, but I'm kind of wondering if like your electrolytes were depleted. Well, that could be because I was also breastfeeding at yeah. that time too. So like I was probably really nutrient deficient Yeah. at that point in time. So this was wow. what, I think this would have been... So it was February. So it probably was like seven, six or seven months postpartum. Yeah. So probably still very nutrient deficient. These companies just take advantage of people who have given birth so much. And it's so upsetting because, you know, 
you go through so much in the birthing process, like Mm -hmm. pre-birth and post-birth. And then you're still in the society that values smaller bodies than literally anything else on the planet. Uh, Maybe money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That'd probably be the only other one. Yeah. Like what are the two things that matter in our society? Money and skinniness. So like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, no matter what you're like forced into these like bubbles or boxes or whatever, where you're just making yourself not be who you are and it sucks yeah um so I stopped well I started was taking so I stopped taking it for a while this probably would have been 2019 so my daughter was probably almost a year old if not a year old at that point um and we I was taking this burn product and I was taking it at lunch and I hadn't had any reactions but I think what I did was I mixed the burn with Claritin and had a major, major reaction to the product. And um, I still to this day won't, I haven't, other than the exception of like, I've done a little bit of their liquid collagen. I have not taken any dieting products from any company whatsoever, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Anything that rubs up your metabolism or anything, because that one landed me, I had 155 beat per minute heart rate within a couple of hours um I was in the emergency room had the EK, EKG they was like we see like an, aris- a, an abnormal arrhythmia but we can't figure out why and I was like well I took this product and I took it my thing with the doctors there was that they didn't ask me for anything ingredients wise to the product that I had taken to the um, Claritin that I had taken also within a 30 minutes of that time period um, so I think a lot of that reaction had nothing to do with Claritin and had everything to do with the mixture of the two ingredients. Right. Between the two different subscriptions at this point, we'll just call them. Yeah. Supplements. Yeah. Um, so I won't take Claritin and I haven't because I don't know. There's no way to know for sure if it was the Claritin that caused that reaction, but I'm pretty positive it was the burn yeah. that caused the reaction in response to the Claritin and my body was just like, no, too much, too much. Um, so I stopped actually any type of supplements for a long time. Um, I didn't do, I, I faded out of Modere because of that reaction, um, and just kind of stopped doing anything with it. And then, um, I didn't do much other than at the end of that year, my brother and sister-in-law who um, are still in Amway, very much so, um, started recruiting us back for Amway. And this time we finished and completed the process. So we went through it. So we were a part of an Amway faction that is worldwide business or worldwide dream builders. Yeah. Um, very big in the West Coast. Um, we spent a lot of money. We weren't in it for very long, and I'll tell you why in a minute. So we joined with them in August of 2019. We spent, I want to say it was like $300 almost in startup costs between the kit and the walkie-talkie type thing app they have and their leadership training. Um, And we were given you know, you got to go to these meetings. And at the time I'm a mom. 
I have a almost two-year-old daughter at home and I'm just like why why would I do that why would I be gone here sorry I'm losing my train of thought why would I leave my child with childcare two to three times a week after 8 p.m. when I don't even get to see my child as it is because I work 40 hours a week so I'm like I'm sacrificing my time with my child to go do this business that really wasn't getting us anywhere and all we ever did was spend money they wanted 300 or 150 pv which i think has been talked about on the podcast with mm-hmm. other amway people um which comes out to about 450 dollars right that's a um, lot of money a month a month yeah and their goal is that you really should be spending um I don't remember the PV count is on it, but it came out dollar wise to $1,300 a month. <gasps> that's a mortgage. That's rent. Yeah. That's uh-huh. easily. At the time, it literally was our rent. Wow. That's um, insane. We did it once and it was because I feel like we had gotten our tax return and decided to spend some of our tax return on products yeah. because we could write them off the following year wow um so i we did um some of the board plans the first one you go when you first go to a board plan everyone's just nice and you don't know what to expect they're gonna do a couple of different things right so they're gonna tell you about their company and they're gonna tell you about the other part of their company and they're gonna feed you a dream is essentially what it's for so then they're um their thing is with amway is you need to go to every event so they can brainwash you they don't say that but that's my yeah that's my take from it because between the recording the audio recordings from the leadership stuff and the after hours training that they so called it um and their big four year four times a year conferences they're literally feeding you the same information over and over and over and over again i went from being broke and poor to having money to being rich and it's all because of Amway yep Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so was there another MLM after this one oh yeah how did you get out of Amway so I went the following or the following month because we signed up right before um, what they call FED free enterprise day or something like that Um, we got free tickets to go to this conference um, my husband had to work for most of it so he actually didn't go to the bulk of the conference but this is where I found my first parts of faith manipulation and because I do have that faith I was able to kind of like see it at that point for what it was once I could figure out that faith manipulation part to it So they told the same story. You had all these speakers that come into this conference and they tell you the same story. Um, We actually had a football player on the team that we were on, like a famous NFL football player who was in Seattle. And um, so that was like a big thing. And one thing I didn't like was the worshiping of these people like that are your idols. Like you just want to be them and it's celebrity status, but oh, you can be like them. And that's across every... MLM now that I after I saw that I actually started noticing it more and more the celebrity status of these people and I'm like they're 
they're nothing special just because they're millionaires doesn't mean I mean we obviously we have a society that thinks millionaires are like king on the earth because they have money and they can do whatever they want and so we like that but we're human beings and this isn't the case for everybody and we're just sitting there going I mean people were losing their minds screaming and cheering and you know there was lights everywhere and I'm just sitting here and I'm like this is weird yeah hot take people leave people might not like that I say this um people leave MLMs and when they find anti-MLM the same thing happens here big creators get absolutely worshipped and it's like they are just regular people who are (laughs) educating about MLMs and it absolutely gets taken like way too far and it's the world we're in though too right now is we because we live on social media we we idle these people in social media that we don't have any like connection to whatsoever personally right it's so weird it is it's so strange and I mean I was even doing it until I realized I was like wait a minute my life isn't going to be like that person's life because we're not the same person right exactly and it's a huge mental health thing and actually So Amway, they, um, oh, what did they do? There was a lot of repeats, but they also have their own like Christian church Mm -hmm. type thing that they have on Sundays at their um, big conferences. And what I noticed in that faith manipulation of that is what they were saying was relating to um, business planting seeds in business, not planting seeds for the Christian faith to grow the Christian faith or like to bring disciples in, they are using the scripture and they're twisting it. And when I sat through that service, I realized at that point that they were manipulating the faith to their own will for their great, their business gains, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, there's so much fake manipulation in Amway, um, in a lot, in of, a lot MLMs, of them, yeah, in a lot of MLMs, but especially, I, I especially noticed it in Amway, in almost every Amway story I've heard, it's always come back and weaved in somehow, and it's so powerful what they do, like, they really get you, like, they get you for the business, they get you for the um, leadership development, and then they get you in the faith. And then they yeah. get your community and your beliefs and your beliefs too. Like outside of faith beliefs, they get you on your other beliefs too. Um, which for me wasn't a big deal on that part of it. But when I watched the faith manipulation, I was like, Mm-mm, I can't my, everything in my body at the, after that event told me to run. And I did, we, we basically faded out of that. We all luckily are still in a pretty good spot with my brother and sister-in-law. So they didn't like write us off for not supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we won't go back ever to Amway. Amway was the biggest cult I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. So is this a good time for me to kind of, okay. So um, offline, me and Megan have talked very in-depthly about uh, this, but we're about to kind of pivot into some QAnon topics and, and continuing with faith manipulation. And I didn't give a trigger warning or content warning for this at the beginning of the episode. So again, if this is where you need to stop listening, that's absolutely okay. Um, and also 
uh, as a disclaimer, we are all allowed to have different views and um, me and Megan have very different views on a lot of things. And we had a very cool conversation offline on this podcast, offline of the podcast. So um, again, everyone, uh, no matter where this conversation goes, just please be respectful um, and remember that we are all on different journeys in our lives and our paths cross, cross paths and we need to be nice to each other. So, all right. What happened next? All right. So from there, I landed back into the Young Living. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I like Young Living, so let's do this. So I joined under somebody who I had had in a mom's group that I was a part of on Facebook. Um, she was advertising her business. I was like, hey, I want to join under you. So I rejoined Young Living and joined under her. And um everything was really good for a while like she was very helpful in the coaching um until I got introduced to what she had been using for her coaching which is called MLSP which markets themselves I don't know what the acronym stands for but they market themselves to MLM people and provide like a coaching or leadership type of service that you pay for that helps you in your business. So I joined it. It was like $9 a month to join the base part of it. And you get like so many lessons on top of this. Um, and then there was a, one of their people was putting out a course. I found it. Oh, you did? It's my lead system pro. Does yes. That right. Yep. That's it. So um, they put out a course and she was a Christian in young living And she was talking about how, you know, you need to do these things. And she had had this great big business. I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do it. So I signed up for the smaller package. It was like two or $300, smaller package, two or $300. And it came with a free 30 minute coaching call. So I scheduled the coaching call and that coaching call was five minutes, maybe 10. And basically asked me what my goals were. So I reached out and I said, you promised me a 30 minute coaching session I would imagine that we were going to coach a little bit on a on a business standpoint um and I didn't get that and so okay well let's hit you with that um group that uh, what is it that course is creator so this is where I was introduced to faith manipulation even further because she told me after this meeting that we had had together that it was God's will for me to spend two thousand dollars because she wouldn't have met with me otherwise I don't think that God does that. And you're, I, and I'm not, I'm not a godly person. So in your experience of godness, godness, that's not godness a word. Of, of, of Christianity, Religion, of God. Christianity, and your yeah. experience of God, has he ever told you to spend money? Not really <laughs> at all. Just, just <laughs> in this, so... just in this scenario. Yeah. In this scenario, no. And it's a huge thing in MLMs all the way across the board. They tell you that God wants you to be profitable or rich or wealthy. And I'm like, "Mm, out of context, because God does want you to be wealthy, but not wealthy in money, wealthy in him, wealthy in his spiritualness, right? Wealthy is, you know, when you go back to the Greek, it's not what we think wealthy means it is something completely different and I'm like "Mm." so I felt like my body just and from a spiritual standpoint some people are going to understand that part you can feel when something's off 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can feel the offness. So they were trying to get me to buy this on this call. Like, and I'm like, I'm a salesperson by default, by my job. So I can tell for the most part when I'm being sold something right. really hard. And I was being sold something really hard playing off my faith in God. Yeah. For a one-time purchase of $2,000, you will get a yeah. fast track ticket to heaven. Mind you, this was during 2020. This was like June of 2020. So we were like Ooh. full-fledged pandemic. My husband was not hardly working yet because he was a chef at that time or line cook at that time. And restaurants had been closed and the hours were like minuscule if he got any that week um, because they had higher ups that would get hours over them. Right. And um, we had like our stimulus money and our very well paid for a while there unemployment but we were also using that to live right yeah like pay, unemployment you know, our is there expenses. for a reason yeah it's not just we there for you to it. you're not just breaking it in and becoming no. rich off of it like that's not how it works <laughs> not at all you were using it to survive during a very hard time in our lives in our country's lives nothing we've ever seen before right so like Spending $2,000 in June of 2020 when I had no idea what the future was going to hold, if we were ever going to go back to work that way or anything. I was in between jobs because I had lost my job during 2020. And in the great way that it worked out, I was, I put my two weeks in because I was too stressed on their goals because they like went crazy when we had to work from home. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can't, I'm, I'm going to put in my notice. And then they let me go. So like, I couldn't even get unemployment because of the nature of that. Oh no. So I had like, I wasn't even bringing in an income. So we were solely surviving on our unemployment and whatever was left of the stimulus checks that we had gotten or were waiting for. I don't remember exactly that's when a, that came out. That's a very scary situation. Yeah. And they wanted me to spend like, that was probably what we had as like a we were able to save beyond our normal expenses at that point in time, just so we had a little bit of a cushion in case, you know, I didn't go back to work. Right. That money dwindles very quickly. Right. Like it's not, it's really, and especially in today's like economy, mm-hmm. what were the stimulus checks? Like $12,000 or something like that? Fourteen. Yeah. Because we're a family of three, we got um, 1200 1200 and I think the kids were like 600 or another 1200. There was like a few different types. That's like nothing. No. That's I mean, like it was enough to get us surviving. I mean, I will say well, we were one, one of those check. families. We were able to pay rent, right? We, were, right? we weren't backlogged in rent. We were able to pay our rent and not have to worry about like the non able to evict somebody thing right. that the government put in place at that point in time. Um. But like, I wasn't going to just spend $2,000 on a course, especially somebody telling me that God wanted me to spend the $2,000. It wasn't even like God led you to this course. It was God wants you to spend the $2,000. Wow. So I finally was able to manage to get off the phone, the call, the Zoom call with not having to pay any money and saying, oh, just have somebody reach out to me. I stupidly answered my phone. Oh no. To a number I did not know. And I usually don't do that. I usually let them go to voicemail, but for some reason I picked it up because I thought it was, it looked like it was masked. Maybe it was masked in my um, area code Um, at that point in time. Um, And he starts to put it up and I finally said, sorry, I'm just not doing this. 
this doesn't feel right. And before that phone call came in, I had had this whole entire feeling. My body just was like shut down. It did not want to go forward with anything. I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done with this. I'm done with that. We're not doing this. Mm-hmm. This is not right. I ran it by um, one of my friends at the time who was also um, somebody that I had been working with back and forth with um, my podcast managing, like trading our services for her mm-hmm. coaching. She also was a Christian. I said, does this sound right to you? Because I didn't know the difference at that point in time between a prosperity gospel and the real gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus. So I was like, this doesn't like this doesn't sound right. This doesn't feel right. Like who would say something like that? I had never experienced anything like that in my life. And she goes, no, that's not right. And I was like, okay. So I pretty much disassociated with everybody that I had associated with within that realm, including the person that I had signed up for um, under Young Living. Mm -hmm. I didn't order anything else. Um, I might've actually even deactivated that particular account. And I blocked her without talking to her because I was... I was so disgusted with the place manipulation on it. It was just, I was just like, no, yeah, don't tell me to spend money and try to use my faith to manipulate it. Yeah. Um, so from there, I ended up staying with Young Living, actually, surprisingly, but I joined under um, a different Christian whom I told my story to at that point in time. And she was, oh, yeah, we're nothing like that. And of course. Yeah. And, and it wasn't terrible. She actually kind of faded out herself from Young Living um, and went to a different MLM at that point in time. And so I was like, okay. So then I went to her next person, her upline. Um, and I love her upline. And we got along and we had all the same views and it was great, like, you know, things. But what happened there was I became more into the natural living community. Um, there was a huge emphasis at that point in time within the natural living community on um, politics mm-hmm. and QAnon stuff. And I got wrapped into that rabbit hole. And I don't know what the the political stuff I was able to come out of just fine. Like I can see it for what it was. And that kind of helped when I went back to church and actually started learning more about the word of God and learning that it the the wealth the thing where like oh god wants you to be wealthy and god wants you to have money and god wants you to do this and that's his will for you and i'm like but that's not his will for you his will is not for you to go spend all of your money so that you can make money um Mm. to then just have money to be rich like that's not that's not how it works you use the tools you have to help the people around you right not scam them out of their money because that's not really helping them at all right right yeah yeah so what actually damaged my mental health a lot and I'm still working through a lot of it is this natural-minded community they make you afraid of everything everything that isn't an essential oil an herb a vitamin like afraid of everything um and I'm still working like I said, completely through it because I don't even know how far into it I got other than I've stressed myself out trying to make sure that all the ingredients in my house are clean. And I don't even know what clean ingredients mean that much. Yeah, I know that we actually talked about this uh, on the episode that I dropped this week. So uh, two weeks ago, I think when this comes out, maybe three, Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't math 
Um, but yeah, we talked about how like greenwashing is like, it's all made up words. It's all just Mm -hmm. made up words that don't actually mean anything. There is no like this equals this. And a lot of it starts in the network marketing companies. A lot. Well, yeah. In the supplement world, especially. Mm -hmm. And then in, uh, now it's kind of trickled into the, um, the like cleaning world. Yeah. Where you have like the seventh generation and the yeah, definitely Other different types of companies that are encourage cleaner. everyone to go listen to the dream podcast because she really, I think it's her season two episodes where she really talks about like how like MLMs and the supplement companies like, uh, kind of like tricked everyone into thinking that like, obviously there are issues with big pharma, but like tricked everyone Mm -hmm. to believe that like medicine isn't good for you. Yeah. Um, Or like, they don't know what they're, what's the thing I've looked for. What I've noticed. So like, I've been following a lot of RDs and this kind of gets back into my beach body here shortly, but um, registered dietitians, like they're, some of it's not great. Some of it's good. And everybody has their own view, right? There's so Mm -hmm. much across the health field and studies and stuff. And people can just pick and grab which ones they want to follow mm-hmm. and a lot of that so like health coaches and things like that they do the same thing they can kind of pick and choose which diet fad that they want to say is the best and then demonize everything else around it right um and so with like the young living what got me out of young living and essential oils for the most part I only use them every once in a while and it's very sparingly Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't use a young living company, not to mention, you know, the drama with young living lately. Uh, I hadn't felt a need to purchase for a really long time. I had ordered in 2020, um, two times. And then I really actually haven't ordered much since then. Um, and I just felt a pull away from it. Like I didn't need to be there. And it's actually funny that I felt that. And then the top diamond started leaving the company and all the drama with, Young, that is Young Living lately has been coming out. I don't know how much of that you've seen. No, I don't really keep up with anything anymore. So um, a couple of people actually have brought it up um, and they're talking about it. Most of them have moved from that MLM to another MLM. So it's not really like an anti-MLM move yeah. that people have done. They've yeah. just used, and I don't know how many of them are actually educating just to educate on that company. Or if they're educating to then sell the product that they're oh probably selling. I'm sure you know, that's probably a mixture of both because it gets them exposure. Yeah, I'm sure that there are some potential bridge contracts or something involved, and mm-hmm. so if they can now say, "Well, look at all of this information I found out about this company. Uh, look how bad they are. You should join me here because this is better, and we're actually all going to make money." Yeah, exactly. And that's what I've fallen for for a lot is they were better over here. No, we're better over here. But I got wrapped into that. (laughs) So then I went back to Melaleuca. Oh, no. um, This time under the the wellness box movement that they've been doing. I don't know how much you've seen of that. No. They they call it their wellness box. It's still Melaleuca. Um, And there's a huge conservative wave right now with them so it enticed me a little bit just because there was a lot of people with the same types of views that I had Mm -hmm. I was like oh community 
yeah you know because I I don't have community where I'm at and it's not community based off of like my ideology of like what I believe in as far as politics it's just community in general but hey they kind of believe where I believe so let's go let's go try them out and all they wanted all they promoted was they they were basically getting exposure based off of what they were posting on social media as far as their conservative or their political views at this point um are concerned and they get exposure that way right because people are gonna follow like-minded people it's, and, and it's polarizing and then mm-hmm. you know it and this is kind of a little bit about what we talked about offline so I don't want to get too far into it but like you know you're if if you want to take the risk to be polarizing you're also gonna get some of the other side of whichever issue you are yeah um if you have if you post about it then all of the people that are like-minded are going to be like yay and they're going to post about it and then all mm-hmm. of the people that disagree are going to post, post about, about it. it and you're obviously you'll get all of the people that you don't care about they're not going to follow you anyways but yeah. all of the people that follow them that are like oh well that person is an idiot I don't know why they're mm-hmm. complaining about this I'm going to go check it out and see what's going on for myself and then exactly. they follow it. So they're gonna yeah. they, they get you know no bad no press is bad press or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where they get press all the way around. Right. Basically, gonna, no matter what, and it works for people that don't believe in what you believe in. Yeah. Anyway, and it works you know? for the opposite. The opposite people can do the same thing. I yeah. just didn't. I I ended up getting wrapped into this one. Yep. And so um, I actually didn't receive a lot of help. Yeah. Again, it, that seems to be a lot of my problem is I just didn't get a lot of I was like a number I was the number to cross off on their goals and then I was kind of tossed aside you realized that there isn't really much that they can do to help you like what does help actually mean you know what I mean in MLM world what does help mean how would you actually get help in building your MLM other than being stacked yeah I mean I guess you couldn't and even like a marketing you're still you're still marketing a recruitment. You're not really marketing the products, even when you are marketing the products. Yeah. Kind of the same in Amway, where Amway is like, oh, well, we're not really Amway. We're worldwide dream builders, and Amway is just the products. But I'm like, right. then that's like the definition of a Ponzi scheme. Right. Right. Here, you're, you know, you're never going to get anything out of it, but go yeah, ahead. In your opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> Some people have, and I will say, yeah. I have seen the the first person that um, contacted me about Amway, mm-hmm. um, from what I see on social media, so you never know what's true and what's not, but right. from my opinion and what I view on their social media, they did make it, and they've done really well, well for themselves. That's now, what they want you to believe, right? That, yeah. Well, and Amway's tricky, so sometimes you wonder, like, so they do most of their stuff in person. There mm-hmm. isn't a lot of social media, and actually our version here in the Northwest, they have an entire social media group, like app set up like Facebook themselves. So most of them that do have a Facebook, they're generally just posting highlight reels of their lives. Like you would on social media without a business attached to it. They don't mention anything about their business. If you looked at their social media, if you didn't know already, you wouldn't know. They don't advertise in the same way, this particular couple, they don't advertise in the same way that MLMs do and all that. So with that being said, we'll move on to the next one. So here's kind of where I got out of MLM, just to kind of wrap up the story, because I have so much I could probably go on forever. 
Um, I'm muted. Oh my gosh, that was such a struggle. I'm so sorry. I was muted. Uh, like we've had such good conversation on and on the off and on the podcast, and I know that we could just talk forever about our like differing beliefs and have like really good mm-hmm. conversation, which I think would be really cool for people to hear. But we, yes, please tell me the rest of your MLM story. Yes. So, um, I kind of started noticing it a lot more, just like the politicalization of this particular team, because it's not all teams, but this particular team that I was on and the faith manipulation across majority of MLMs. And I started just kind of pulling away. Um, and as I pulled away um, last, I think it was last October or November, I purchased a um, almost a thousand dollar course on how to freelance. And I'm going to plug Michaela Quinn's course if anyone wants to freelance and learn how to do it because she is amazing. Um, And it's been a blast kind of learning along with that community. And they're so helpful. Um, And started launching my virtual assistant business, which I have gone in and out of. So I'm like, well, I like the virtual assistant and podcast management idea, but I also still see the value in um, network marketing. So I had learned that I was like, well, I guess I could go back to network marketing again. So I thought, hmm, Beachbody, I have a passion for nutrition. And I have learned a lot about nutrition over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't actually anticipate at this point in time when I re-signed up under Beachbody was that I wasn't going to agree with any of it. Yeah. Didn't agree with any of it. I thought, well, I could do nutrition on my own. Um, Because I am working on my certified um, nutrition consulting and actually learning about nutrition. Yep. Uh, And then do their programs. But I injured myself in a program um, because I hadn't been working out a lot. And I don't have a lot of mobility. So um, jumping into, I did Megan's, she's a super trainer, Megan something. Um, Her program that looked a little bit easy. Um, actually ended up injuring my muscles in my shoulder and couldn't do anything for a while. But what I did is I hopped in and I thought, oh, I'm going to do an experience. So I hopped in with a person who was, again, local to me in my area. And we decided that I was going to go to a super training weekend, a super Saturday, I think oh, what yeah. they call it, up north in Seattle. And... <laughs> I was so, I don't even know what the word was. I, I felt out of place. Yeah. I was love bombed. And I'm just like, why are you love bombing me? You don't even know me. Oh, you yeah. can do it. I did an autumn Calbreeze workout. She was the um, guest trainer for that weekend. Mm-hmm. Did an autumn Calbreeze uh, workout. And she says it's for everybody. But let me tell you, if you have not worked out and that was your first workout, that is not a workout that you want to do. No. I couldn't, I could barely walk after that. I was so sore after that workout that I didn't know if I was going to make it. No. And I think that that's one of the things like it really, I, I'm not going to go too far down here, but like the mm-hmm. evilism and Beachbody yes. is very, very severe. And obviously now they have the modifiers and uh, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. But the compound movements in Beachbody are dangerous. Yeah. And because I can 
you know, I can't, I can't think of which weight is what, because my brain doesn't work that way. But like when you add these compound moves, moves together, you can use a lot heavier weight for one and then a lot less weight for the next. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get, some people get frustrated and then the weight, yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. not a good, it's no. not a good thing. And then the cardio is just very, very intense. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's just very, very dangerous. Um, it is their form is not right so no and I didn't know if my form was right or not because there was nobody standing next to me telling me I've never really lifted weights in my life like how do I know if my form is good or bad and you're not really telling me what my form should be like when you're talking you're just talking about all your other people that are in your video with you and their form and I'm like well you didn't say like your form should be lifted and you know your back should be flat and then you should be slowly adding tension while you're pulling up or whatever it may be I'm not a physical trainer so don't quote me on any of this right right like, right I just the buzzwords you got it that weekend opened my eyes to something because beyond an Amway quote or Amway what do you call them their events beyond an Amway event I had never been in another MLM event mm-hmm. and what I saw that weekend specifically in Beachbody with the ladies I had jumped in the car with four ladies that I had no idea who they were never met them the one Again. lady that I had an idea of Again, who she was Love it. fell asleep <laughs> she fell asleep and overslept so she actually didn't even end up traveling or going to that event with me until she I mean she got up there but it wasn't until after the super Saturday had ended mm-hmm. um but I was sitting there listening to these girls talk about how beach bodies save their lives. And for one, let's just, because I am a Christian, I was like, beach body didn't save your life. Nobody yeah. saved your life that way, but okay. Um, but then I'm like, but why is beach body saving your life? What exactly is it bringing to you? Right. Cause I didn't, I didn't quite understand that. And then autumn popped off um, in which we've probably all seen in the anti MLM community this last week as autumn popped off about bottom body positivity movement and how it's stupid and dumb. Um, Oh, you got to see that live. I got to see that live. I can't wait to see how she backtracks that now. Yeah. I got to see that live and um, she talked about how, and I think the body positivity movement works in all shapes and sizes, whether you're skinny or large, because it's about, loving yourself right loving what your body looks like because if you don't love yourself and what your body looks like when you're not as in shape Mm -hmm. you're not going to love yourself anymore when you are in shape and look the way that you always thought you wanted to look right I mean the mindset of that's not going to work right exactly in fact I think it's even more important like or it's important in a different way for mm-hmm. people in smaller bodies to love themselves because they are in fact in more health danger, physical health yep. danger for not loving themselves. Because if you what's going to stop you from hate yourself enough into not eating yeah. enough or over exercising, then you, you, you could die. You could mm-hmm. die. And yeah. I had learned enough at this point about nutrition and not over exercising and doing cardio three times a week versus seven days a week and lifting weights or doing a less genuine activity for, especially for women, women in general are built differently than men. Um, and they don't do a lot of studies on the woman's body mm-hmm. and how, um, exercising. So a lot of our exercising and diet requirements 
not a doctor, so don't quote me on this, but from what I have learned, um, are based off of the research they've done on men. Because we have two cycles. We run on a 24-hour cycle and we run on a 28-day cycle. Mm-hmm. And because we do that and a man only runs on a 24-hour um, cycle, you can't actually compare our bodies. Right. And our hormones are like, we have different like hormones and our hormones work differently too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the way our hormones, it's very different. I don't really explain it. Anyways, skinny doesn't always, skinny doesn't always equal healthy either. Right. Exactly. And what I noticed that weekend while I was with, and mind you, I'm 29 years old. And at the time I was 28 years old and I was with a bunch of women who were in their late forties, early fifties which was just strange in and of itself just mm-hmm. because they're older did learn that if you go out with a bunch of older women you don't get carded oh yeah yeah either that or I'm almost 30 and I'm starting to look like it and I didn't get carded because of that but um they the way that they talked about their diets and eating and the measuring and like we went to a restaurant and I had pasta I love pasta mm-hmm. it was beef bolognese and it was actually you know it's a fairly decent restaurant so the portion sizes are a little smaller than normal yeah and um I'm sitting here eating this and then you had people eating like an avocado and toast and mind you these women haven't really ate anything all day so you have like an avocado toast a salad um and if you are a vegan I have nothing against you as a vegan or a vegetarian and this has nothing in it but I do have an issue with the beyond meat burgers because they are packed full and I will use the word chemicals because there is a bunch of chemicals in it and it's nothing really real to sustain your body so eat them don't eat them I'm not going to care one way or the other because I'm not you and it's up to you on how you want to do things but I don't agree with them but they were just they only ate like that and a lettuce like there was no carbs there was hardly any fat on it like we need all macronutrients yeah eat all of your macronutrients a fat carb and a protein because they work synergistically together as your body breaks them down mm-hmm. so just watching the eating and like what they were talking about and I was eating something different and they would look at me or I like I have chai in the mornings and I'm like oh I'll just mix it ch- I didn't like the shakeology I've never right. liked shakeology I was like, I'll just mix my chai with my Shakeology. Mm-hmm. Shakeology gave me such a bad experience that weekend. I um, it actually sent me straight to the bathroom again. You have, you have quite the issues with, with yeah, the products, I, huh? yeah, the products if they aren't just right, my digestive system does not like them. I don't know. There's a lot of things. I think I heard it on somebody's one of the podcasts I've listened to on anti MLM that they're saying that the stuff in the Beachbody Shakeology um superfoods like not all of it is always safe for everybody too nothing is so, safe like not like not not nothing is safe for anybody but like no you know what I mean like yeah everybody has their own court exactly exactly so like I think that you know it's important that we all look into you know what we're consuming when we don't feel good mm-hmm. and sugar in small amounts and in certain quantities are not bad for you and you shouldn't demonized sugar and they just were demonizing sugar to me the entire weekend and it it put me off right I mean I I believe that sugar is okay for you in small amounts you know it's all about the dose you have a lot of sugar and processed food probably not the best but if you're eating sugar in moderate doses with a good diet and nutrition to follow 
I mean, be you. Don't tell me not to eat sugar. I've said this in another episode, and I'll say it again here. If you drink 700 gallons of water in two hours, that is not good for you either. And you will have problems. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, exactly. And that's water. Mm -hmm. We all know water is good for you. So basically to wrap it up, that was my, um, my awakening completely out of it. I was done when I came home, I thought about it. I mean, I had some processing for about a week or two. Um, and about the beginning of September, I woke up one morning. I'm like, no, I'm done. I canceled all of my anti, my anti MLMs. I canceled all of my MLM completely. Like this is not a business model that I ever want to be a part of. And I started making a marketing plan and have been building and getting ready to launch and have launched on my Instagram, my virtual assistant and podcasting business. Um, so that I'm not tied to anybody other than my clients and getting to help them and still make my own schedule when that gets built. But, um, I, I went away from everything network marketing at that point in time because of that weekend really just started showing me exactly like there's nothing that's going to align with me in that industry anymore. Right. Yeah. And now you're here. And now I'm here. Is there any like little quick parts that you need to add before I ask you my final question? I don't think so. All right. So then what is your anti MLM? Why? Um, my anti MLM, why, um, a lot of it was don't use my face to manipulate me, but also I don't want to be a part of the business model anymore. I've seen firsthand and secondhand how terrible the business model is and how much money I have wasted over the last 10 years of my life and something that never got me more in my opinion then lost money and maybe $20. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. Mm-hmm. And especially when you get the faith manipulation in there too. Like it's just not a good time. Anyway. So where can people find you? Where can they find you to contact you about virtual assisting if anyone's interested or podcast management? So right now I'm only on Instagram. I'm working on my Facebook presence. I haven't quite got that what, that page up and running quite yet, mm-hmm. but you can find me at it's Megan Unsell on Instagram and it's I-T-S and then M-A-E-G-A-N-U-N-S-E-L-L. And it will be in the show notes too. And it'll be... Um, there and then you'll find me at Megan Unsel on Facebook. You probably don't want to go there quite yet. I'll lead you there from my Instagram eventually. Um, I have a link in my bio for Calendly if you ever want to set up a discovery call and get to know me and see if I can help you with your business. Um, and what I do is virtual assisting. So anything from customer service, which I have a 10 year background in and sales to um, any of your social media stuff, podcast management, editing, launching if you want to launch your podcast and you just don't know where to start I love helping people with their direction in their podcast um, and seeing just the big picture of how your podcast can also help you in your business as well that's awesome well thank you so much Megan I really enjoyed our conversation together and I hope everyone else does too and um, hopefully people will go and check you out and follow you 
So I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Bye.